Alaska Extension Almanac. The cattle industry has been seeing decreases in the number of beef cows, as well as the number of heifers held back for retention and calving heifers. Nebraska Extension Ag economist Elliot Dennis says this and other key factors means the bread cow market may be appealing for producers looking to rebuild their herd. In the end of January, the cattle inventory report came out. Really what that showed is that uh, beef cows are down about 4% over last year. There's been about a 6% decrease in heifers held back for retention and a 5% reduction in heifers that are expected to calve this year. All of those signal lower calf uh, feeder cattle supply going into this year and potentially into, uh, into 2024. And so there is some optimism that potentially the weather, uh, we're already on a three-year kind of drought cycle. And last time a four-year drought cycle hit was about 100 years ago. And so there is some, at least optimism, that the weather could be changing. For us in the Northern Plains, though, given the rotation of the, of the climate, it's most likely to still be a pretty dry summer, uh, but then a pretty wet fall. And so people are, I've been getting questions about what about the bread cow market? If I'm, if I feel like I've got feed sources availability, if, if I know that the cattle market looks like it's going to be turning around, how can I build uh, value back into my operation? And the bread cow market is really one of those ways that we can uh, build back quickly, but it's also important to consider what are the factors that drive a bread cow price and bread heifers, because that's going to determine really the payoff, uh, for producers. So really when we're talking about bread cow prices, we're talking about the age, we're talking about at what weight they're being sold at, how many months bread are they? Uh, of course, the genetics and market conditions are things that uh, sometimes the producers can control, sometimes they can't, especially if they're buying them. Uh, but in the article, we kind of talk through some, what some of those factors are. So the example was really if we're, if we're looking at uh, the the age of the of the animal so really it's all in comparison so if we if we were to look at a, a three or four year old bred cow really after that the discounts tend to decrease pretty linearly and when we're talking about uh, a bred cow let's say a three-year-old bred cow that's uh, maybe a thousand eleven hundred dollars eleven hundred fifty dollars I think was the example used if you had a ten-year-old bred cow that was going to be sold at that same time, uh, that price you'd pay was about $920 for that bread cow or about a 20% discount. And so that's just one of the factors we talk, we kind of walk through. Of course, um, the number of months bread also is, is a large determinant of that price. And then specifically, we talked about what are some of those outcomes for, uh, for the, the CME feeder cattle and the corn price. And those have pretty large impacts on uh, the price we receive uh, for a bread cow. If prices really start to move upward, as I think some producers are hoping, well, that has an impact upon the price. It's going to pass that pass price increase in the feeder cattle market is going to pass back down to the bread cow because it makes that asset more valuable. And so while we can be optimistic about that increase in prices, know that if we're then trying to go out and buy an asset that could potentially, you know, provide more feeder cattle. It's going to be more expensive. Today's program was a portion taken from a recent FarmCast podcast offered by UNL Center for Ag Profitability. 
To hear the entire interview, go to cap.unl.edu or download from Apple Podcasts. For Nebraska Extension Almanac, I'm Brad Mills. Nebraska Extension Almanac is a production of IANR Media and Nebraska Extension. For more information on how your university is serving Nebraskans, go to extension.unl.edu.